Welcome to the Bite Size Book Club podcast, She Well Read. We're your hosts, Alana and Samra, and we're two black girls in our mid-20s who are on a journey to get back into reading. Our goal is to encourage women to not only read any and everything, but to also read at your own pace. Each episode, we take a bite-sized approach to reading by breaking down one chapter of a book and diving into a multitude of topics. We see reading as a source of empowerment and want to bring people together through shared experiences and provide a platform that promotes reading as a source of empowerment. Thanks for being here and let's get on to the show. Hey, Well Read Baddies. Welcome back to another episode of She Well Read. I'm Alana. And I'm Samra. And today we have Aisha Graham with us on the show. Welcome, Aisha. Hello. Hello, everybody. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about your book and arts and all the things. But before we get into that, can you tell us and our audience a little bit about yourself? Yes. Well, uh, just to repeat myself, my name is Aisha. Um, I am an artist. I'm currently located in the Baltimore area. I'm originally from PG County, Maryland. Um, I've been painting for about 10 years now, and I focus in oil medium. So I have a lot of oil paintings. Um, But of course, we're here to discuss my book. I'm also a writer. Um, So I wrote my first novel. It is a sci-fi thriller, and I published it in 2018. I did self-publishing through Amazon. Um, It's titled Day 33, and it is like a psychological thriller, murder mystery. Um, So, you know, that's that's what I'm into. Um, I am planning to release more books soon um, in the upcoming years. Uh, But however, I am also currently a full-time auditor. Um, I'm also finishing up my master's degree in accounting, and I'm studying for the CPA. So I'm all over the place. And I'm taking a little art break, but, you know, art is always going to be my passion. Writing's always going to be my passion. So, yeah, that's just a little spill about me and everything I'm into right now. No, but tell me why we're here, because I actually went to school for accounting, too. Uh, I don't do it anymore. (laughs) But when I was, like, knee-deep in it, audit was my area where I was like, okay, if I was going to do this full-time, like, audit would be the area that I go into. Um, But I'm also getting my master's degree right now, too, just not in accounting. Um, (laughs) So how's that been for you? Uh, Master's of Business Administration. Okay, okay. Um, It's been cool. It's not too bad. Um, I had my first hard class this semester. I had to do a little withdrawal, but that's all right because I did not want to fail and I didn't fail. So it's better. I'll take my W for now, but now I'm working on one class and then just simultaneously studying for the CPA and I have like the first part scheduled um, for November. So Oh, wow, that's coming up. Yeah, yeah. So it's time to buckle down. But yeah, no, I'm on a good track with it, though. So that's really good. And props to you because that is no small Mm -hmm. feat to be studying for the CPA and in your master's program and working full time and like, like, as and creatives, <laughs> and your mom yes. too. Oh my gosh, <laughs> superwoman! Shout out to the baby Delilah. <laughs> oh, that's such a precious name. Also, that's amazing. That oh my gosh, that's so I'm much. Over here, ooing and on. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, eight. She's eight. Oh, so yeah, oh. add, definitely got to add that in the about me. That's a big part as well. Oh um, yeah, so so precious. It's giving multifaceted. Oh, yes. uh, busy, busy, busy. 
<laughs> Wait, quickly, since you said you're into astrology, can you tell us what your sun, moon, and rising sign are? Okay. Well, also, before I even say that, I also do tarot readings. So I'm really into <gasps> Oh, yeah, shit. Have to uh, Girl, let's I'll just have make a list of what you don't do at this point. <laughs> I think it'd be easier. I know. <laughs> Probably like, what do you have time to do? I'm like, man, I really don't even know. It, it piles up. But um, my sun, moon, and rising, I am a Sagittarius sun, a Capricorn moon, and a Sagittarius rising. So, yeah, fiery, okay, fiery work earth. ethic too. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, queen. I'm so weak. Yeah, Samra is definitely more the astrology girly than I am. Like. <laughs> I don't know how many times she's told me my chart, and I still can't remember it. <laughs> you got to get into it. got to get into it. But, yep, I, I also do the tarot and all that, and I do personal readings for people in spare time. So, yeah, that's, that's all awesome. I like to. So. Yeah. So is that kind of, like, what led you in the direction of how you wanted to write your first book or kind of gave you some guidance of, like, what you wanted your content to kind of look like? Yep, it actually was. So um, I would say when my daughter was born, that's when I started my spiritual journey. And um, my book is heavily influenced by, you know, spiritual practices um, like hoodoo that, you know, Black Americans would practice back in the day. Of course, we still do it now, but, you know, more popular back then. Um, and the book really does center around the main character of Vita using her intuition. In the book, she starts to have um, prophetic dreams again. She started having them when she was 13, and now she's 26. So it's, you know, 13 years in between. Um, and she has these prophetic dreams about her mother who had passed away when she was younger. And is basically sending her messages of how to basically solve the mystery of her murder. So it's very, you know, so that's where the, the creepy part comes in. It, it gets a little, you know... So it's basically in the book, she's going between real life and the dream world. And then there's like hallucinations that we get to see, um, some flashbacks that we get to experience that give you like a lot of thrill and, you know, suspense on that end. So, yeah, but that is that is the driving force was my spiritual journey. So, yeah. I am already drawn into like adding this to my Amazon card. Um, it was already on my list, but as everyone knows, my TBR, both of our TBR lists are ever growing. There's so many things on there that we still need to read. Um, but okay, but what really caught me, and I think I remember you email, like you saying this, and when you emailed us initially about her having like these prophetic dreams of like her mom. So like, without giving too much of away does that like ultimately like drive her the, like through the entire book is like she keeps having these like reoccurring dreams almost mm -hmm. yep so it kind of it motivates her to going back to her childhood home um so she ends up visiting her father who is a reverend so he's very strict um so we do like the book does discuss like the polarity between like spirituality versus religion um so you know kind of tackles in a not too controversial you know nothing to offend anyone um, but it just shows the differences there. Uh, so she does go back to her childhood home and he does have, you know, a second wife now. So we get to see like her dynamic with her father. Um, and she does begin to question him about her childhood and things of that nature. Um, she also does have like a dream journal from when she was younger. So we get to see things like that in the beginning of the book. Um, and then it just drives her to look for more clues. Um, she's looking through you know, old photographs, old letters. Um, and then it also leads her to her maternal grandmother. Um, and so that is where the further discussion of like her intuitive gifts being passed down through the family. So, you know, her grandmother's like, you know, we're gifted. 
Um, and then also during this journey, she, you know, because a lot of us have, if we, if those of us with intuitive gifts may go through a time where, you know, you may worry like, is this too much? Am I tripping? So she ends up going to therapy. So we do explore that as well with the therapist. Um, and the character's name is Dr. Diana Halal. And she is also holistic herself. So, you know, Avita gets to have that support system where they understand that she's intuitive and has intuitive gifts and help her guide her as far as how to use them and tap into them. I feel like I connect very much with your main character because I'm from New Orleans. So, like, you already know, like, yeah, right, 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 okay. And so I've kind of talked about it on the show and I've definitely talked about it with Tamara, how like as I've gotten older, there's like these little like intuitions that I've, I feel like I've always had, but like never really paid attention to them. And but like now as I've gotten older, they've gotten like stronger and louder. And like I've been trying to like tap into it, but I like do not know how. So maybe, after, you know, later down the road, come to you and ask you about these things. <laughs> Oh, if you want to, yeah. <laughs> and so that, that's exactly how she is in the book. It's just like that. It's like they, you know, the powers kind of, I guess, come back. As she yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but then also mixing that with therapy because I also go to. It's really crazy how me and your main character are very similar. <laughs> um, I go to a therapist, and she's kind of holistic too. And she's always like encouraging me, like you know, don't be afraid of it. Like, kind of just yeah. let it happen and. See oh, how you both. feel. Yeah, I'm always thankful for my therapist. She's been on the show, everything. I love her. We love black women. Just <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, there's so there's just so much. I feel like I've had several questions as you've been speaking, Aisha, and like even like responses that I wanted to say, but I've been like, let let them talk, let them speak. <laughs> <laughs> because the whole time I'm like, oh my god, I'm so jealous. I want some premonitions. Like, hello, where my, where's my family tree? <laughs> well, I will say for me, it just because that's another thing that was the inspiration for the book too was my own, you know, dreams and things like that. Um, but they do they come and go, you know. Um, I will say also, you know, no drinking or smoking or anything like that. When when your mind is the clearest, that's when it's like really really clear so yeah um, but it's a gift yeah. and a curse so you know be careful what you wish for you may not Ooh. want to know everything okay you know? wait i cancel it i <laughs> i take it back i don't want to deal with it i'm so weak it's crazy it's because a responsibility yeah 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 it can be um and it's interesting too because now my daughter has dreams and we like kind of interpret them together yeah so it's you know, but it, like I said, with, it's a gift and a curse, so it's still a positive thing. It, it has really helped me a lot, honestly, in my waking life. Like, it'll help me with, you know, friendships, work relationships. So, you know, it's it's beneficial. So, but, you know, I'm also still, as much as I do, I'm still learning. Like, there's something to learn about it all the time, every day. So, yeah, still mastering it myself. Oh, okay. That leads me to one question that I had earlier. But do you feel like this book is a good? I mean, I know it's not about. It's not supposed to be like a. Mm, I don't know what the word I'm thinking of is, but like, it's not supposed to be an intro to. I was supposed to say a guide. 
hoodoo or it's um, not supposed to be a guide to um you know dreams and things like that and whatever but do you say think it's a good introduction to it in a way yeah, I'm definitely if for somebody like yourself, like if you're already curious about it or like you already were having dreams, it would definitely make you kind of, you know, think about it a little more. Um, but the main purpose I would say was to kind of awaken women to their own independence. So there's a lot of themes of women being like codependent on relationships or staying in a, in a you know, unhappy or mediocre relationship. So that was really my base of what to inspire people with. Um, and then like the spirituality is just something that's so, you know, that helped me so much. So it just kind of went hand in hand. But I, I mean, you know, I would say it would kind of jog somebody's curiosity with it. That's cool. I like that. Cause I feel like I don't know too much about it and it could just spark my curiosity to go learn more, like mm -hmm. to, to be, obsessed with the main character and like what she's up to and stuff it's also kind of reminded me of raven not raven i'm <laughs> so weak i feel like that's so bad <laughs> say that oh, no it's not i would say you know it's like a, a darker form of raven it's not as cheery but you know yeah <laughs> you <laughs> so were there the future. oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> Was there anything specific? I know you've kind of mentioned that it's a little bit based on like your own journey, but was there like a specific situation or something that like made you be like, oh, I need to make this a book? Yeah, I would say for myself, um, the main event would be the birth of my daughter. Um, and I know a lot of women, when we have children, we experience like postpartum depression and things like that. And like my spirituality, getting into tarot, it really pulled me out of that. Um, like if you could see me before tarot, hulu, zodiacs, all that stuff, and see me now, it's like a completely different person, a complete 180. Um, so, you know, that was the main, that was the main drive there. Um, and you know, of course, the relationship to exes and all the craziness that women go through and deal with, and like, are we crazy are we using our intuition are we wrong so it was that situation where it was kind of an encouragement to women you know you're not crazy you're not tripping you know your intuition is not off you know what you're you know you know what you're talking about you can look into it but yeah so yeah that was the main thing yeah and the samurai i'm like I can hear you saying it in one episode, but you were literally talking about women's intuition and how we really have to stop doubting ourselves because 99% of the time we're right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's a real thing. <laughs> so to hear you like confirm that it's like, yep, mm -hmm, that's and true. So another thing with the book is the reason I kind of wanted to drive it to where her dreams are focused on her mother is a lot of times our you know, we're using our intuition like, oh, is he doing me dirty? Is he doing this? But I kind of want women to realize you can use your intuition for like every aspect of life, your job, you know, your shady co-workers. Should I spend money on this? Should I invest in this? So, you know, just kind of getting them to explore different areas of their life. using it. Yeah, I feel like I need to I feel like I use my intuition, but sometimes I like doubt myself. And it's like, then I look back and I'm like, damn, nah, I should have listened to myself. Mm -hmm. I was right. Yeah. <laughs> I was definitely that's, right. That's how the book is, too. It's like she keeps, it's basically forcing her 
you had mm. she has no choice but to kind of explore it because you know she just keeps having the dreams over and over again so it's like yeah. there's no ignoring it so yeah Mm-hmm. So you mentioned like follow ups to the book. Would it be like a continuation of this initial book or would it be like other stories from like experiences that you've had that would drive your future books? So it would be a continuation. Um, I actually did start it and it will be titled Day 44. Um, I'm not even going to promise y'all a day, but it's going to come out. <laughs> I promise. I can promise that it will be done. Um but I will say day 33 ends on a really, really good cliffhanger. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 nice. So it's a great way to kind of segue and kind of keep the story going. And then, you know, of course, like I said before, it's more so of being able to show people different ways to use the intuition. So the second book would really be the challenge of, OK, now, you know, am I crazy or am I intuitive? So that's kind of where that mm. next book is. So, yeah. Dang, like the lines of that. Cause I didn't, damn, that's, it's so many layers. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I can do kind of a lot with it. So, you know, that's why I want to get back into the writing and everything. But yeah. So hopefully I can come up with a whole series of things and, you know, branch off and do all that great stuff. Yeah. That was going to be my next question. What did you consider it to be a series? Uh, and I, I think that, that, I mean, that sounds like a series to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely want to keep it going. Um, and I do still have other like kind of, you know, sci-fi type of ideas that I want to follow through on. Um, and I kind of want to stick to the sci-fi um, genre. We don't have a lot of Black authors that do that. So mm-hmm. that's why I was like, you know, this is definitely my niche. You know, keep that going. Oh, I was just going to say that this is exactly what women need. Mm-hmm. Um, because... Yeah, if we were taught since a child to just trust our intuition, I I don't know, like, how different life would be for all of us, like, because yeah. um, <laughs> we are gifted with the ability to, like, I don't know, it's just really interesting how the world almost beats it out of us, especially around, mm-hmm. like, puberty-ish area, when we have, like, self-esteem issues and we're not being like lifted up and loved in the way that we need and you know we all find it find ourselves back again you know eventually but to to be able to read that in a series and see it I feel like that is half the battle so Thank you, because wow, that's so, I wish I could have read this as a, a teenager. <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically my goal. And it's interesting that you mentioned, like, you know, if we had the ability to kind of tap into it during our childhood, because that's why I try to get my daughter into it. And I'm like, you know, pay attention to your dreams. And, you know, we discuss them and things like that. And I let her know it's okay to, you know, really pay attention to it and use it kind of as a tool. Um, Because I know there are plenty of times where, you know, as we all do, just ignore signs and synchronicities and all that good stuff. So, yeah, just want to make sure women and I also want women to have different types of books to read, too. Um, You know, aside from aside from the norm. It's important. Yeah. It's really important. Weird to read (laughs) for once in a while, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I've been trying to expand my reading too. So like this is definitely going to help with that. Cause I'm like a diehard 
young adult romance, that type of book, or like a. I've been really into second chance romances lately. <laughs> I don't know if it just so happens to be like the two books that I've been reading back to back because I read Before I Let Go by Kennedy Ryan, which Samra's already going to know. I like, I love that book. And then I just finished Seven Days in June by Tia Williams. And it was kind of, it was, it wasn't the same book, but it was kind of like the same concept of like, oh, they used to be together and now they're not. But then like, spoiler alert, they're about to be together again. Right. But like, they're going to go through all of this stuff. So I, I, I'm I branching off little by little, but I feel like this, like the month of October is my month to be in like spooky season type yeah. of thriller types of books. So well, this is definitely on my list. Um, but kind of speaking of the season, so you say you do tarot card readings, right? Mm-hmm. So walk me through like what a reading would look like with you. Okay. Um. So, well, I will let you all know I do have a YouTube channel, um, which recently I was able to monetize it. So it's slowly growing. Oh, per. Um, and that is on my website as well. Um, it's by Aisha, the same as my website. Um, and so what I do on there, I typically do general readings, love, career. Um, and recently I started doing ancestral messages and I'll do like past life messages. Um, so what I typically do, if somebody was to book a personal one, I do do it over the phone I mean, I'll send them pictures of their cards, you know, just so they know I'm not pulling it out of thin air so they can look at what I'm looking at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, so I let people either, they can ask specific questions or if it's typically somebody's first time, I let them know, like, I can just pull like the most important energy for you and just see what comes out and we go from there. Um, And so with my tarot readings, yes, it will predict things, but it's also going to teach you like the root of your lesson, you know. So we'll talk about mommy and daddy issues, commitment issues, um, issues with confidence or anything like that. So anything that comes up, we're going to discuss everything. So, yeah, that's how it goes. Um, And I do 30 minute readings. Typically, Um, people can book an hour. Um, That's if you really, really, you know, going through something, you really need a lot of um, help with something. Um, and then for some people, if they just have one quick question, I also do like, you know, if you have an iPhone, I can do a quick voice memo and I'll send the picture of your card. You just ask your question. So I have plenty, plenty of options for people. Um, and then also at the year end, I always open up to do the year ahead reading. So those are really cool. You can just plan for your year ahead, what kind of lessons you'll be learning and things like that. I'm here for that because... I mean, it would be nice to just get a heads up, you know, <laughs> what goal should I be setting versus like, all right, well, I, I <laughs> let's see if it sticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it, Tara reading. And I feel like even like 30 minutes seems like a long time, but I feel like it flies by when you're sitting there and someone's reading your cards and, yeah. you know, it can even be emotional. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that I will say that's probably what I love most about it is like people get to be vulnerable, you know, every, mm-hmm. of course, everything's confidential. Um, so, you know, it does. Some people do get very emotional. So I will say it's a hefty, you know, like I said, a gift and a curse. It's kind of like you have to be really grounded and, you know, be like a support system to people. But I love that. I love that I can help people. And I've helped so many like complete strangers with it that it's it's mind boggling. It's just like it's it's really cool. So yeah, and it's also yeah. like a puzzle. 
you know, I guess mm-hmm. like, I don't know anything about you, but I see everything here. So it's just very interesting. It's always something new for me to learn. Yeah, it's definitely giving reading my soul. <laughs> so I do have a question. Do you have, because, you know, we preach about therapy on our show. I'm actively in therapy. Do you ever have clients that come in and they're like, hey, like I'm in therapy. This is what I have going on. And kind of like maybe like tag team and double team it where it's like they take what they have from therapy and they take like what you pull from the cards and what you're telling them and kind of like mesh the two almost. Yeah, they definitely do. Um, I've also considered doing therapy for myself. I haven't yet um, because for most of my issues, I am able to use, you know, tarot. But of course, it would be great to have, you know, another person do it for me. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it's a lot of people. They'll let me know like, oh, yeah, I talked about that with my therapist. Um, but I think the difference is that where maybe a therapist is more so helping you through it or listening to you. I kind of give you more of a, like the root, like we can really get to the, I like the nitty gritty, like the, is this family karma? Is it a generational pattern? Things like that. Mm, that the generational stuff. That's scary. <laughs> well, that's really what it is. Generational curses and patterns. It's real. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's crazy though. But uh, dang, I'm blanking on my question. Samra, do you have one? I'm. I just went blank. Um. Hmm. Well, I'm really interested, just like in how you stay afloat and how you like take time for yourself. And I have actually a. One other question, but I'll do this one first, and then uh, we can throw it back to Lana, and then I'll ask my question after that. <laughs> no, 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 you can you can go back to back. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay so yeah. So how do you how do you like stay um, grounded during the hectic like day to day Mondays and you know life just in general? Because I feel like you've got a really beautiful presence and like oh, spirit thank yes thank you very much um what well, what i want to say is and i tell people this all the time that come me free and i'm like god i went through a lot myself and a lot of healing and years of healing um and you know fixing my own anxieties and things like that but i just feel like i'm a lot more comfortable um especially with like my auditing career i have a job where i'm comfortable with it i know what to do so that's it's a very easy part of my life luckily you know I'm really lucky to have that um my daughter's at the age now where she's it's easier to deal with her she's eight you know so she's kind of going she'll go outside and play with her friends she has her own space um and just you know school it's online you know I can google it's that it's not crazy (laughs) (laughs) yeah if I would have did it back in the day it was actually going in there would have been a different story but you know, it's easier to manage. Um, and I just think I'm in a much better space than I, than I was when I was younger. You know, I, and I tell people that all the time. I was not here at 25, 26. You know, I'm 32 now, by the way. So just to give you a time span of how long I've been doing it and working on healing and things like that. So um, and I, I do take time to meditate, think I do readings on myself. You know, I learn lessons for myself still. So, yeah. Oh. I didn't know you could read yourself. That's cool. It's not you. It's not as easy as it sounds because you have to be very brutally honest with yourself, and it's like you have to know 
when you're wrong and when you have to take accountability and things like that. So, but yeah, so I try to do like, and I, the readings I do on YouTube, those help with me as well. Um, Cause you know, I'm able to, and I do them for every sign, but because I'm able to use my own birth chart, I know what areas of my life it will apply to. So that helps a lot. That's a big motivation for my YouTube too, is that it helps me as much as it helps everybody else. So. Oh, wait. Okay. So, well, I know we're going to, we're going to like ask for everything where we can find you. So I'll wait on that on the YouTube because now I'm interested. I'm a YouTube girly. <laughs> Alana knows. She's like, you watch. She YouTube. is. You she watch, is. You just sit down and watch YouTube. Yes. Yes, <laughs> I do. Yep. <laughs> uh, but I was going to ask um, if there are any authors that inspired you or books that inspired you to make um 33 um so i'm a big i actually like a lot of autobiographies um so like i love you know Maya angelou's autobiography uh cicely tyson um, i recently started jennifer lewis's she has two so i started one of her books um, but I, the reason I like those is because, and the similarity that it has to Day 33 is all of the things that they went through and all the ways they evolved. You know, we've already heard a million times how Maya Angelou, she was a madam and, you know, all the stuff that she went through. And it's just great to see, like, when we see Maya Angelou and when she's shown up, she's a completely different person. And you would never think that she went through those things, you know, so... That's really, that's my, that was my main goal with this book is to show like that character development. So that's how that inspires me to do that. I love that. And I love reading autobiographies too. I feel like, especially if it's somebody you look up to, it's just mm -hmm. like cool to see the growth, the story. It's like, okay, so the story is like the part we're in now. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's not really the end. It's, you got to start at the beginning. Right. <laughs> I'm so yeah. weak. But also, speaking of reading and books, what are some of the books that you felt like you grew up reading and loving that you would recommend to people even now or even from your 20s? Because that is something we get asked all the time. It's like, what are the good transition books from when you were younger to when you turn into your 20s and things like that? So do you have any recommendations? Now, when I was younger, I don't know if they still make these, but uh, the chicken, what was it called? The chicken noodle soup for the teenage soul. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I used to get. <laughs> yes. I used to get gifted those like every Christmas without a doubt. It was in my stocking yeah. so all the time. A good one. Um, oh, I love the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. This is when I was younger, you know, like my teenage years. So I love those. I um, mean, I would recommend that for young girls. Um, if there's anybody that's into like sci-fi and things like that, there was, um, an R.L. Stein book and I believe it was called the, like the vamp, it was something with the vampire. It was two sisters. I will have to look it up, but R.L. Stein was a great author to read for, you know, those of you that's like me, y'all like creepy stuff. Um, <laughs> James Patterson, he is like a murder mystery writer. So he's a great author of some of his books. Um, and yeah, that that's pretty much the mix. Um, I would all I also liked um the bluest eye. What, what's that the uh Toni Morrison? Yeah. Sarah, weren't you reading that? Yes. That, 
That yeah. book is so good, but it is um, it's heartbreaking. It is. It is. So that was in my more recent years. Yeah, that wasn't when I was younger. So that was more so in the recent years. But I like I like that book. Um, but yeah, and then you know my autobiography because I like me nosy that's tea like we've read two autobiographies so far like during our seasons and that's kind of what got me in the auto like i didn't realize how much i would love an autobiography mm-hmm. then i was like girl you watch reality television like this yeah. is like reality television in a book mm-hmm. <laughs> reality period reality period yeah so um, yeah, we do love drama. Oh, girl, mm-hmm. I remembered. I never oh, remember. go. Okay, so, go for it. So your character in the book is 26, and I just feel like that's amazing because I'm 26 and Alana's 26. Oh, um, yes, <laughs> It's funny because we it's feel funny. like we've just grown so much between when we started this podcast, which was maybe 23, and oh, now? Yeah, 22, 22, yeah. Yeah, I guess That's 22. And um, I don't know. It's just interesting to think there's so much growth ahead of me still. And I, you know, I I do. There are parts of myself that I do want to work on and stuff. But I'm just like, wow, I can't imagine who I'm going to be when I start mm-hmm. fully listening, leaning into my intuition. <laughs> mm-hmm. And see, when I, uh, that's that was the age that I started getting into everything was 26. So I had my daughter when I was 25. And like, probably, I would say, yeah, about a year, year later, that's when I got into it. So that's why I chose that age for her. Um, and, you know, now, like six years, you know, later, I will tell you guys, you know, you have a, be patient with yourself. Them 20s is just, mm, don't. It's messy. <laughs> do not be pressured. Do not feel like, oh my God, I have to have everything together by 30. That is a huge myth. It's very few people that have it together by then. Um, but yeah, you know, I would definitely say just give your you know, give yourself grace and have patience with yourself. Cause I'm like I said, I'm night and day. So like 32-year-old Aisha would look like give 26-year-old Aisha a hug and you know, it's okay, girl. <laughs> Don't worry. But yeah. That's awesome. And also, yes, thank you. Because I feel like we hear it so often, but it's it's definitely something I feel like needs to be reemphasized. Like, you're not supposed to have it together in your 20s. Like, it's always funny to me because I'm a huge TikTok girly. Sam a YouTube girly. I'm a TikTok girly. Um, and like, literally today I saw this TikTok and she was like, if you and your partner save $150 a week, you'll have 41000 or whatever the math is saved in two years or whatever. So you can put a down payment on a house. And I'm thinking, girl, in this economy, like, <laughs> be so for real right now. Like, right. I'm it's going so to unrealistic. Something else way before. Yeah. I'm going to like live, you know, like do things. Yeah. And that, that's why I tell people too, it's like, even maybe you don't want to buy a house just yet. Save your money. Keep your money. You know, I think like one thing we have to realize and this, I, I will segue into like the book and the spirituality. I think with spirituality, what I realized is everybody has their own path and everybody has things that work for them. Like everybody mm-hmm. doesn't have to have the same cookie cutter decisions and life and all that good stuff so you know explore explore during the 20s child you'll you'll need it later you might as well go ahead and explore now i'm so weak no that's facts though 
Um, one last question I have for you before we kind of wrap up here, minus any questions that Sarah might still have for you. Uh, when you kind of started going through this at the age of 26 and like really tapping into that side of yourself, did you share that with your friends and family? And then if so, like what was their reception of it? Did they think you're going cuckoo for Cocoa Pups or were they like, oh yeah, I could see that. <laughs> so, you know, I, I had a couple of friends, of course, you know, you have people that are into their sun, moon and rising, you know, the basic, basic stuff. Um, but I will say that was an obstacle that I had to overcome within myself like was I going to be proud of what I believed in or was I going to let people you know make me feel like oh that's weird that's evil that's demonic I'm like no I'm not doing anything demonic I'm not hurting anybody um but yeah you know of course they started out weird but now even like my dad will watch my YouTube and he's like oh you, you're right and you know we always talk about your reading you know what you're talking about so you know it goes from Aisha you're weird or Aisha are you sure about that to okay it works it's helping and I think also, you know, from from that transitional period, I'm sure people can see a difference in me, too. You know, they've seen me grow and heal and transition. So, you know, it's like, eh, who cares? I have my own beliefs. You have your own beliefs. And I'm not trying to convert you. So, you know, you got to just get yeah. what you believe in. No, that that definitely makes a lot of sense. And I ask also because, as I've said, I've been going through a lot of that just like, Cause I have these thoughts and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, should I just keep that to myself or like, should I tell somebody? Like, am I going to like completely freak somebody out? Well, oh. I will say one thing that helped is a journal. You know, mm-hmm. if you feel like, okay, I don't want to tell somebody this dream. It was a little weird. You can write it down and it may make sense to you later to where you didn't have to tell anybody. You know, you don't have mm-hmm. to really always share everything. And there, there's so much I don't share with everybody. Like there's so many readings I've done where. You know, I can get information that people don't know I know and things like that. Yeah. So, you, know, you don't have to share everything. Okay. No, the journal, because Samra knows I've always struggled with journaling because me sitting down and writing out my thoughts, I'm like, nah, I'm good. But I feel like for this specifically, I might be more into it because that makes a lot of sense. Like, I have one friend, <laughs> like, all the time, like, I'll tell her thing because most of the time it comes to me as like, I feel like this is going to happen or like this context of the situation is about to happen. I can't tell you who it's happening to. I can't tell you when it's happening. I can't tell you like, you know, like specifics, but I like, I feel this energy. And like more recently uh, I was talking to her and I was like, you know, we haven't had a big celebrity death in a while. Not like a day or two later, Tina Turner passed away. Mm. And so it's, it's, it's always so random, but then like stuff like, like it'll happen. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, it's like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's making it real. It's like Mm -hmm. validating myself, I guess. And she literally texted me when it happened and was like, (laughs) ma'am, did you see this? Is this what you were talking about? I was like, listen, I had no idea who it was going to be. I just knew something was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been an interesting journey. So we shall see. I'll probably keep y'all posted a little bit, but not too much. Probably gonna be in my journal, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm here for the journaling, though, Lana. I feel like that's that's really healthy. Sometimes you know I do my voice journaling, but. What? Yeah, I, you did tell me about voice journaling. Maybe I'll do voice journaling. I feel like I could get down with that more. 
Yeah, that's easier too. You guys sit there, write everything out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like maybe that's the lazy girl journaling. It's this audio journal. <laughs> maybe that's for me. Oh my goodness. But Aisha, thank you so much for coming on our show and sharing your wisdoms and all of the things. It's been such a good pleasure. Good pleasure. I can't think of words. It's been a pleasure having you. Yeah. Um, we'll definitely have to bring you back, like just to see your progress and any new projects you got working on in the next book. Not giving you a deadline or anything. <laughs> That's all right. That gives me the motivation to finish it. So there you go. We love to see it. Well, can you please tell all of our lovely listeners where they can find you, where they can follow you, and everything you got going on? So on um, Instagram and TikTok, it is by Aisha. So B-Y-A-I-S-H-A with two underscores um, on TikTok and Instagram. Um, and then my website is by-Aisha. So by-A-I-S-H-A.com. Um, and then my YouTube channel, for those of you that want to watch readings in general, if you're not comfortable with getting a personal yet, that's okay. You can go swing on over there. Um, the YouTube channel is by Aisha with two underscores as well. So. Yeah, that's where you can find me. Amazing. Well, thank you so much again. And this has been another episode of Shoe All Red. Happy spooky season, listeners. I'm Alana. And I'm Samra. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye.